Hello, everyone. My name is Teacher Young, and welcome to another fun and exciting grade 4 lesson. In today's lesson, we are learning to make inferences based on text clues. The text clues that we're going to use today are what is said or done by the characters. For this lesson, you will need your listening ears and your brilliant brains and, of course, your speaking voices. I know you are asking, how will I know that I am successful in this lesson? You will know that you are successful in this lesson when you can answer yes to these I can statements. Number one. I can use what characters say and how they say it to help me figure out extra information that's not written down. Number two, I can use what characters do to help me figure out extra information that's not written down. Now, inferences is a big word and it might be a new word to you too. So let's just practice saying it together, shall we? My turn, your turn. Ready? My turn. Inferences. Your turn. Fantastic. Did I hear inferences? Again, my turn. Inferences. Your turn. Brilliant. Now I told you that I was going to tell you what inferences meant, didn't I? So inference is sometimes called reading between the lines and that's because we add information to the clues in the text to make meaning of them. So in order for us to understand better what we're reading, we can look for clues. And we're going to do just that today by thinking really hard about what the characters say and do in the story to find out what else it tells us about them. Now, let's look at our strategies for inference. These are some things that we can do to help us infer. To help, to help us infer, we will look for clues in the text, like detectives. So first, we can use what we already know to help us. Next, we can use all the information in a text. For example, what the characters say, how they say it, and what they do. That's going to help us too. All of those things can help us infer meaning, which means work out extra information from the text. So let's put that into practice, shall we? Listen as I begin reading our story. As I read, I would like you to think about this big question. What can we find out about Tiger? So as I'm reading, you be thinking, hmm, what does this tell me about Tiger? So let's go. Are you ready? Once, 
Once a long time ago, all the stories told in the jungle were called tiger stories. There was tiger and elephant, tiger and sun, tiger the great, and so on. Tiger simply knew and had all the best stories. Am I not the best storyteller in the jungle? He would say, and all the animals would reply, Oh yes, you are the best. Go on, do that with me. Let's be the other animals. Ready? Oh yes, you are the best. Let's find out what else we are going to read about Tiger. Whenever Tiger heard this, he would stick his chest out proudly. Go on, do that with me. Stick your chest out proudly. Super. Whenever Tiger heard this, he would stick his chest out proudly. Every night, he would stand tall outside his cave, telling his stories to anyone who would listen. When the animals clapped and cheered him at the end, go on, we should do that. Let's clap and cheer, cheer him. Brilliant. He would grin with delight. Now let's be tiger, grinning with delight. Great. Ready? Great. So when the animals clapped and cheered at the end, he would grin with delight. Now then, we are going to make some inferences about Tiger. What can we learn about Tiger from what we have just read? Now, here's a statement. Tiger loves being the best storyteller. Hmm, do you think we can infer that? Do you think we can work that out? Tiger loves being the best storyteller. I wonder if you agree or disagree with that statement. I wonder if you can find any clues in the story about what Tiger says or does to help you work out whether you would agree or disagree that he loves being the best storyteller. So I'd like to get back to the story. Reread it and you listen for some clues about what Tiger says or does that can make you infer that he loves being the best storyteller. I will read this bit here. Listen, whenever Tiger heard this, he would stick his chest out proudly. Every night, he would stand tall outside his cave, telling his stories to anyone who would listen. When the animals clapped and cheered him at the end, he would grin with the lights. So you, do you agree or do you disagree that Tiger loves being the best storyteller and why? You can use a sentence to help you frame your answer. I agree or I disagree with the statement because in the story it says 
Okay? I agree or I disagree with the statement because in the story it says, hmm, well done for giving it a try. So we are trying to work out whether we agree or disagree that Tiger loves being the best storyteller. And we are looking for some clues in the story to help us work that out. So I wonder what you found. Now, go on, tell me whether you agree or disagree with the statement and say why. Go on, tell me now. Ah, okay. So it sounds like most of you agree with that statement. You agree that Tiger loves being the best storyteller. And some of you gave me some great reasons why. You found some clues in the story. Could you please tell me one of those clues? This is one clue, isn't it? And it's about what Tiger says. What does he say? Am I not that best storyteller in the jungle? Now because he says that, that tells us that he loves being the best storyteller. Because it tells us that he's looking for praise, isn't he? He's looking for compliments. He's looking for people to tell him how good he is. So that's one clue we found in the story. Let's try to remember some more clues. What else makes us think that Tiger loves being the best storyteller? Let's think of what he does. What are some of the things he does? What are some of the things he does that tell us how much he loves being the best storyteller? First, he sticks his chest out proudly, doesn't he? Next, he stands tall outside his cave, telling his stories to anyone who would listen. And last of all, what's the last thing he does? Go on, tell me. Great job. Good thinking. He grins with delight. When they all clap and cheer him. So those clues in the text, those were clues in the text that make us think that Tiger does love being the best storyteller. And well done. Because by finding those clues about what Tiger says and does, you have just inferred some information about him. You have just worked out something about him that wasn't written on the page. Now then, I have two more statements for you. Listen carefully. Number one, Tiger wants to eat the other animals. And number two, the other animals want to please him. Those are the two statements. Now which one of those do you most agree with and why? I would like you to recall clues from the story to help you decide which one of those statements you should most agree with and why. 
and then get ready to tell me your answer in a full sentence. I agree with the statement, mm -mm -mm, because in the story it says, whisper to me your answer. Brilliant effort. Well done. So tell me, which of those statements do you most agree with and why? Well, none of you agreed with the first one. You all disagreed with the statement, tiger wants to eat the other animals. Well done. You are right to disagree. It doesn't tell us that anywhere in the story, does it? Nowhere does it tell us that tiger wants to eat the other animals. In fact, we know that he loves their attention, doesn't he? So we did, did agree with the second statement. The other animals want to please him. Now shall we take a look at the clues that you found to prove why that is true? How do you know that the other animals do want to please him? What do they do? It's something that they do, isn't it? Tell me what it is. Tell me now. Come on, listen, whisper to me. They, brilliant, they clap and cheer him at the end, don't they? So whenever he told stories, the animals clapped and cheered him at the end. That tells us that the other animals do want to please him. Fantastic job. Pat yourself on the back. That's all the time we have for today. You have been really good listeners and detectives. Today we use two important text clues to help us work out an extra information that's not written down. These two important clues are what characters say and what the characters do. Next time we will look at the punctuation marks and bold and italic print. We will use these to help us work out extra information that's not written down. Before we go though, let's check our learning. Can you say yes to these I can statements? Number one, I can use what the characters say to help me work out extra information that's not written down. Number two, I can use what the characters do to help me work out extra information that's not written down. Have fun learning. Have fun reading your books at home, and do try to use text clues to work out extra information as you read.